You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. The new book by Jeff Gwynn is The Road to Jonestown, Jim Jones and People's Temple. Thank you for joining me, Jeff. Thank you. This event took place nearly 40 years ago. Why does what happened to Jim Jones and who he was, why is that important in the 21st century? Jim Jones was a demagogue, and the methods he used to not only create a large following but to have them take their own lives, it's happening today. It, demagogues never go away. If we study this, we can learn. Maybe we can stop it from happening so often. His name is often used in the same breath as people like Adolf Hitler, but there was a big difference between Jones, at least in the beginning, and Adolf Hitler, which is the way they attracted their followers. Most demagogues want to attract people by appealing to the worst parts of their nature. Jim Jones appealed to the better nature of his followers. Their whole goal was to give of themselves and set an example of equality racially, economically, that the rest of the world might want to copy. They were not in it to get things for themselves, but in fact to make the world a better place for all of us. This book brings out a whole bunch of really new, fresh perspectives from the people who discovered Jonestown to uh, Jones's mother. Talk about the importance of his past and and did you uh, discovering his mother? I learned a lot about Jim Jones by going back to Genesis involving him. Uh, He was raised by a mother who believed in reincarnation, who believed that it had been given to her to raise the greatest man who ever lived. She told her child this, and almost more important, she taught him that the rest of the world, any outsiders, were enemies, that anyone who disagreed with you in any way should be fought and destroyed if possible. If it had not been for Lynetta Jones, there would have been no Jim Jones. I think that I was so fascinated by his early work in Indiana. He was really quite a do-gooder and an important part of the civil rights era before there was a civil rights era. Jim Jones really was dedicated to racial equality. We expect that our villains have to be 100 percent evil. That's really the case. It certainly wasn't with Jim Jones. By sheer force of personality— He almost single-handedly integrated Indianapolis 15 years before the Civil Rights Act made any of this mandatory, integrated everything from neighborhoods to hospitals, and if he had been hit by a bus at that point in his life, he'd be remembered today as one of the early heroes of the civil rights movement, and he deserved to be. That sheer force of personality that allowed him to organize a baseball league at the age of 14, to organize the civil rights became twisted and distorted in the 70s by his paranoia. So what brought about this change in his perspective? Was he always an us-versus-them kind of guy? Jones always divided the world into the people who agreed with him and the enemy. But beyond that, for him, as for most demagogues, as his power grew, so did his paranoia and his determination to keep his followers with him at all costs. This means he has to start promising them miracles that are almost impossible to fulfill. And then when the things he says will happen don't, not to blame it on himself, but those outside enemies. He's a textbook example. I, I found that for me, 
as I read the book, reading Jones's character arc really was a gripping story. Could you talk about this is a lot of material. It's almost a century or some 70 years of life. Talk about how did you put this all together? To understand Jim Jones, you really have to look at the threads throughout his life. As a child, he's already exhibiting signs of what he will become. Not only the determination to be a leadership, uh, pardon me, not only the determination to be a leader, but to fight for racial equality, to speak out where others will not. At the same time, there's also this incipient megalomania that he is a great man, that is his destiny, that whatever must be sacrificed for that to happen will be sacrificed, and ultimately that whatever is good for him is good for the cause, no matter how much it may temporarily hurt followers. Could you talk about... How did you feel going into this project about this man? And how much of you, how did you feel about him going out? When I started this project, basically I just wanted to figure out if the hackneyed phrase, don't drink the Kool-Aid, was true. And like most people, I wondered, how could 900 people simply fall in line with some obvious charlatan telling them to kill themselves and do it? It's nothing like that. To understand what happens with Jim Jones in 1978, we have to understand the 1950s and 1960s in America. History doesn't happen in a vacuum. I've learned so much about the way history rests on small things, pivotal moments, and demagogues, and the way they always must not only recruit but inevitably lead followers to disaster. What I learned Writing this book about the 50s, 60s, and 70s scares the hell out of me today. The new book by Jeff Gwynn is The Road to Jonestown. Thank you for joining me, Jeff. A pleasure. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom slash agony.